Last Sunday morning at 6.15, this brick was thrown through a window into Trinity Episcopal School. The window was shattered. Susanna, who's on our housekeeping staff, who unlocks the buildings on Sunday mornings, who turns on the light, picks up our donuts, she also had to clean up shards of glass in the hallway. We know that it was 6.15 because it was all captured on our security cameras. You can see the guy throw this brick, and apparently he misses the first time, so he comes back, picks up the brick again, and throws it a second time, shattering the window. And not even through the door, but through the window above the door. It's not like he was trying to break in and steal anything. Apparently he just wanted to break something. Obviously, it was a headache for the school and the church. The replacement window made of safety glass was not cheap. While our administrators ought to be focused on teaching and education, instead they were dealing with police reports, all because of this brick and some guy who chunked it. But this brick also represents a spiritual and theological problem because I do not want to forgive the person who threw this brick, even though as a Christian I know that I should, especially being that it's the first Sunday in Lent, the time given to us by the church for introspection, for confession, for repentance, and yes, for forgiveness. Over the next 40 days, our time together at church will be more penitential as we unload to God, as we confess what we have done and what we have left undone. And when we make it to the end, through the cross of Good Friday and the empty tomb of Easter, it will be as glorious as ever. I will put on my seersucker suit, eat an undisclosed number of deviled eggs, and smell all the Easter lilies because it's a celebration that we are forgiven. Just like our psalm from this morning said, Remember, O Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. And that's why this brick is a problem for me. I will take all the forgiveness I can get, but I have a real hard time forgiving. I want to catch that guy. I want to see him apologize to Susanna. I want him to pay for the window. I want him to have to talk with those nervous parents and teachers. Right now, I don't want forgiveness. I want retribution. And I've been doing this long enough to know what comes next. We now have safety glass. We'll double check our cameras. We put better lights on the lawn out here. We'll do all that stuff. The same in our lives with Jesus. We can recite the Ten Commandments all day long. We can put up big statues of them on Broadway. During the season of Lent, I know many of us will give up chocolate and commit to saying our prayers and coming to church more, but more rules won't save us. More rules won't transform the human heart. Lent can be a classic example of work avoidance. When we check the boxes and go through the motions instead of actually coming face to face with the teachings of Jesus. So the problem is not really the brick. The problem is the human heart. 
The problem is both the human heart that willed this brick to shatter that window and the human heart that refuses to forgive. All of that is the power of sin in our lives. Forgiveness is about the human heart, both the one who forgives and the one who has been offended. That's what makes it so hard for me, because I wish there was a checklist. I wish there was an easy three-step process to forgive. Lord knows I tried this week, but every time I look at the brick, I start seething. I want forgiveness for me, but not for him. Which only means that it's my heart that is yet to be transformed. And I know that in the grand scheme of things, this brick is small potatoes. I mean, there are people who have done terrible things to us and those whom we love. And because of those actions, our lives will never be the same. What do we say about mass violence at a Super Bowl victory parade? About gross negligence that causes death? About the taking of hostages and the bombing of civilians? We just had a shattered window. What about shattered lives, shattered countries, a shattered world? I realize that I want retribution. And sometimes I wish that Jesus wasn't so dreadfully inconvenient as he teaches us to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I can find that prayer hard to say. There are two words in there, though, that we often skip right over, our and us. See, this is not a personal prayer. When I say that prayer, I'm not asking for my little sins and offenses to go away. I'm not asking to help me forgive the guy who threw the brick. No, we're praying for something much bigger. We're praying for nothing less than the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. We are praying for a time in which all the crimes, horrors, and evils of humanity would be made right. We're praying for heaven to come to earth. This is the path of Lent. It is not a 40-day personal journey to wellness. This is not about doing your New Year's resolution that you failed at, but this time with a spiritual twist on it. This is about the journey to the cross when all the sins of humanity will be taken up by Jesus and offered to God in perfect sacrifice, forgiveness. Both receiving it and giving it is not about forgetting. It's about remembering Remembering both the offense and the grace of God. That's why we still have crosses in our churches. Because the ultimate sign of sin should not be forgotten, but that it should be remembered. So what I'm having to learn this week is, yes, I need to pray that my sins are forgiven. Lord knows I've accumulated plenty of them. And I need to work on praying for that person who threw this brick as I'm certain each of us in this room have something to work on, to forgive, to be forgiven. But I also need to pray about the deeper problem, that we are all beholden to the power of sin. I need to start praying for a world in which throwing a brick to smash a window is inconceivable. I need to start praying and working for the kingdom of God in which there would be no need for forgiveness because there is true love among all people. 
Lent is not a sad time. It's a time to pray and work and get our hearts ready for the renewal of the world. That's what we long for. It's a time to confess and shed our burdens so that more and more we live on earth as it is in heaven. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. So whatever you do during this Lent, I hope that it's about more than just you. I pray that whatever you do during this Lent to prepare for Easter is about living in the kingdom of God here on earth. In this brick, well, it's police evidence now, but it is also evidence, like the cross. Is it, it is evidence of where we have been and where we hope that God will take us, both to be forgiven and to forgive. Evidence that the Lord's compassion and love are everlasting. Amen.